Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Dark Hawk number 51 from Marvel Comics. The creative team is Chad Bowers and Chris Sims, writers. Kev Walker, artist. Java Tartaglia, color artist. VCs Travis Lanham, letterer, and David Nakayama, cover artist. Continuing Marvel's Legacy Initiative, this is a comic that picks up the numbering where it last left off. The last issue of Dark Hawk was number 50, sometime in the 90s. Uh, I think around 1996, 97, sometime around there. In my own comics reading history, I read Spider-Man pretty, pretty religiously first. Then I actually went on to read Darkhawk pretty religiously after that. And then Lobo. So I read the first 25 issues of Darkhawk non-stop. Pretty fun series. Basically, Chris Powell finds an amulet in an abandoned carnival that gives him the power to become Darkhawk. And for the first several issues, there was a mystery about where did the amulet come from? Why does it do what it do? And just lots of mystery. I jumped off the Dark Hawk train in number 25 or so, and I didn't really know how the series ended. I didn't even know that it ended in issue 50 until years later. Pro tip, if you ever find a copy of issue number 50, it's actually the most valuable comic in the series because of its low distribution. So there's a synopsis on page one, which helped get me up to speed. Chris Powell didn't know where the amulet came from or why it appeared in the old amusement park. All he knew was that when he grasped it, he transformed into a being of great power. When he was young, he used that power to defeat crime, but it's been a long time since Chris was Darkhawk. There's more explanatory text on the first page where Chris is having a, a nightmare about the Tree of Shadows. A little bit more about those Dark Hawk creatures that I never knew. And then he wakes up and he's safe at home with his girlfriend. So the whole book is half synopsis of the original series, half trying to jumpstart a new series. I think you're pretty lost if you didn't read any of the previous series. Chris is no longer a Darkhawk, but he's a police officer like his father was. And his father ended up being a dirty cop, so he's trying to do everything that he can to avoid that. But things being what they are, some of the other not-so-clean cops try to dirty him. They're ambushed by more of these evil Darkhawk creatures. In this universe, they're known as Raptors. After a scuffle, the Darkhawk armor is reactivated in a sort of uh, automatic mode. Chris tries to reason with it, and they sort of commune in a mental plane. The book features Chris's narration as he thinks about the past and tries to reason out his future. You get a sense of how tormented he is, that he used to be this superhero and now he's not, and that he's ready to leave it behind, but not really. And in the end, if he could, he would do it again. 
The art is good. It's the kind of modern, realistic style that's common nowadays. Not so realistic. There's, there are cartoony elements. Coloring is good. There's a lot of gradations, shadows, and details. There's a rain effect that's uh, digital that looks nice. Panels are nice. Uh, they're not just static squares. They do actually have a lot of character to them. There are many panels that just sort of overlap upon each other. There's, there's a lot of kinetic action to the story thanks to those panels. Looking through the book again, there's no static panels. Everything is either Dutch angled, overlapping, jagged black edge, sort of full page bleed, hmm, except the very end when we have sort of an epilogue in the stars. And in the beginning before the big action piece happens. The artist is Kev Walker, which sounds very familiar. I have to look up if this is the same Kev Walker that made many amazing Magic the Gathering art pieces. The story is The Return Part 1 of 1. And that's backed up by the letters page Dark Talk, where it says, Up next, nothing. Not a zilch. It's called a one-shot, duh. Got a problem with that? Then get to work. If you want more Darkhawk, write to mheroes at marvel.com, mark your letter OK to print, and tell us how much you loved our blast from the past. So as a possible starting point for the resurrection of a Darkhawk series, it's just fine. It's equal parts recap and equal parts new story. And while it was interesting to revisit a character and a comic book from my past, I didn't really feel that connected with it. I never liked the change in the Darkhawk armor that happened sometime, I don't know, in issue 30 or 40 of the series. I like the classic Darkhawk look. This one is much more Hawk-like, I don't know, in a weird way that I don't quite like. Not a bad comic, but it just didn't really capture me. With comics being the way that they are, I doubt that there will be a continuation of the series. So it really is a one-shot. So I think this will really only appeal to the old-timers that read the original comics. But you youngsters, go ahead and check out this book anyway and uh, read about a hero of days gone by. So this week I read Dark Hawk number 51 for Marvel Comics. So if you like this episode and any of the other content I create on a regular basis, why not head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos and contribute. With as little as a dollar, you can help keep me funded. I think it's worth it. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club. See you next week.